Welcome to the Healing Journeys Today podcast. Today we've got an amazing message of hope and healing just for you. God's Word never returns to Him void, so let this message sink deep into your heart so that you can walk out your complete healing journey today. Morning, everyone. Wow, what a great week it was. I hope it was a great week for you too. You know, I know that you might be sitting there in a place where you are in so much pain or in so much distress and so much um, agony and depression. There's a lot of things that you could be sitting in there with right now. But I'd like to tell you that today and every day on Healing Journeys Today, we're literally bringing the word to you in a way to where there will be freedom. There will be freedom today. I believe that anybody that is listening to this broadcast today will be set free in all of their, um, whatever is, whatever is bothering you, whether it's sickness, whether it's a physical sickness, mental illness, um, you know, whatever it might be, uh, depression is covered under that. For some reason, I keep hearing a lot about, uh, from the Lord that there's just a lot of people out there right now that are very, very depressed. And um, so I'm, I am encouraging you today to start looking at that depression and telling that depression that it cannot, and I mean cannot, and I'm going to say it again, cannot control your life. I know that some people might say, well, it's a chemical imbalance. Well, who do we know that's the chemical balancer? Yes, Jesus. He was and is and will always be the healer, the chemical balancer, the, the cancer killer, the condition, autoimmune condition. Um, what would I say? <laughs> um, Auto perfect. Uh, there's no more Im autoimmune issues. There is auto perfect. Like there's no more auto. It's immune is immune system is perfect. Couldn't think of a better thing to say about that, but to make all of the stuff that your body might be just doing on its own, because you know what happens? Think about it. We start allowing stuff to pile on top of us. A couple of weeks ago, I showed you guys like just a little diagram of like a little seed and then all this stuff piled on top of the seed. Well, the seed is the word of God and the, the issues of life are what is literally convoluting, condemning, squeezing out, um, uh, suffocating the word of God. And it's up to us. You know, the word of God is powerful and it's strong. It is, it is sharper than any two-edged sword. So the word is not the problem. The word is very powerful. The word of God is powerful. I mean, it's not, it's not weak at all. It's a powerful seed. It's powerful. So that's not the problem is the word. The problem is what happens to the word when it's put on the inside of us. Are we just reading those scriptures like we always have of just like, oh yeah, well, yeah, it says this or that. And it's just, you know, it's the same 
you know, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. You know, is it uh, the Mark eleven twenty four that whoever, you know, when you pray, believe you receive it and you will have it. Is it, you know, Luke 10, 19, I give you the power to trample over serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. Like, do you understand what I'm saying? Do you understand what I'm saying? That we get scriptures up here, but if the scriptures don't get down there into this heart, then the, the, the word cannot penetrate. You know, the biggest problem that I see that I had um, and I'm going, you know, this is me, my testimony was fear overpowered my freedom through Jesus. Fear crippled, fear paralyzed the seed that was placed and was being placed daily on the inside of my heart. Fear was doing that. Um, I don't know about you. I don't know how you feel and what has happened to you in your past, but I know for me, fear was literally uh, a stronghold <clears throat> and it was trying to destroy the word of God. But see, what I love is you can't destroy the word of God, right? Fear can't destroy the word of God. The word of God is still there whether I choose to believe it, uh, be empowered by it, like ingest it. Yeah, the word of God is still powerful and it's still sharper than any two-edged sword. So what is it? That's why I want to say today that my title is Be Free because we are free. Let's be it. Let's be free. Let's not keep trying to get free because if you said yes to Jesus, and I know that this is hard, this is a hard part for people that are, um, that, that some of us, and I was there too, that are sitting in a huge mess right now in our bodies with pain and cancer and all kinds of weird conditions and, um, you know, diabetes and pneumonia and, um, what else am I coming to my mind? Um, just, you know, things that I don't even know if they even have names for, you know, all of those. And I know that you might be sitting there and you might be thinking, but I do feel, I do allow the word to penetrate in my heart. And I'm not saying that you don't, but I do know this, that for myself, you know, everybody goes, well, you know, even for you, Julianne, it was a journey. Yes, it was a journey. And I'll tell you why. It was a journey because I made it a journey. It was a journey, meaning that it was extended. It was a journey because I actually was holding on to the depression. I was holding on to the sickness because I didn't. This is so big. Please hear this. I could not see, taste, or feel what it would be like if I no longer was in bondage to all of the junk I was dealing with. I would ask myself that question over and over. What would it be like if you didn't have any fear? What would it be like if you didn't have any of this pain and headache and numbness and tingling and um, you know heart palpitations and all of those things that went with it? 
What would it be like? Well, you know what? I would look myself in the mirror and say, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what my life would be like moving forward. Isn't that, now I know that you're probably sitting there going, well, that's crazy because, <laughs> because isn't it that we all want to be free? Absolutely, we all want to be free. Do we all want to be healed? Absolutely. I mean, there might be some people that want to be sick, but I don't know anybody that does, that wants to be sick. I know people that are sick, but I don't know anybody that wants to be sick. So what do you do? What did I do? Well, wasn't right away, but um, my husband is a person of vision and so was I. I, I was a huge visionary. We were such a, uh, a dynamic team because we are visionaries. And a lot has come out of us because of what happened. But let me go back. So my husband would, would literally cast vision on me. And he would tell me, and did I sit there and go, oh, that's so sweet. Thank you so much, sweetie, for telling me what I'm going to be. No, you know what? There are days where I'm like, don't tell me that. I don't want to hear it. Don't tell me that I'm that there's that I'm fine. Don't tell me that I'm going to be fine. Don't tell me that we're going to go and do those things that we dreamed about doing. Don't tell me those things. Oh, there were many times where I fought like that. How about you? Did you ever feel that way? Did you ever feel that way? Because that is, I mean, I don't think I was the only one that would fight my husband on him trying to tell me that I was, that I had been set free. No, I did not want to hear that. I wanted to hear that I could sit in that. And, um, and, and what's interesting is that that wasn't every day. There were some days where I was like, okay, okay. My husband's name is Butch. Okay, Butch. Yeah, we all, we, we have our show on Wednesday nights. It's called Heartbeat, our marriage show. But yeah, there were some days where I was like, please keep talking to me. Please keep reminding me, telling me. You know, that's what we have this Bible for, that it reminds us of, of who we are. It reminds us of what Jesus already or what he was going to do and what he did uh, for us. This is a reminder of that. So we also, I also had my husband who in the natural realm was reminding me every day. And I mean, every day, like I said, not every day did I just go, oh, you're the most wonderful man in the whole wide world. No, because there was that fear in me that had its own personality. I know that sounds, that may sound crazy to some of you, but that fear had its own personality and that fear tried to destroy me and keep me in a place of complete isolation um, and torment. That's why, you know, sometimes people misunderstand me. I hate seeing anybody in torment. It makes me cry because it's so lonely and it's so isolating and it's so devastating. You don't even realize how bad it is. And I, God has given me this platform 
to between myself and all the other teachers to stop this, to show you where you can, where you can be free, where you can be uh, literally taken out of that place where you're at, that lonely, um, depressed, um, just, oh gosh, lone, I can't even think of, loneliness is horrible. You could be lonely with a bunch of people in your house. I had my husband and kids and I was, it was devastating. I felt like I was all alone, but I wasn't. I had people around me, but I felt like I was going into this hole where I couldn't even hear or see, you know, what was around me anymore. And some days, you know, it would be better than others. But you see, the enemy's job is to take us down that, that path so that we won't even be able to consider maybe there would be freedom. He makes you think that this is your life forever. And yes, does it, did it take a while for me to understand? I don't know what, I mean, it wasn't on God's part that it took me a while to understand what the wiles of the devil were, where, what the, what the, um, the, the motivation for the devil to cut, try to come in and steal, kill and destroy. It took me a while to realize that, but I had so much junk on me for so many years that I didn't, I couldn't see beyond it, but I didn't have the kind of teaching that is on this platform. So I please, you know how the God says, I implore you, I implore you, not employ, implore you to go in this platform of healing journeys today and please just soak up as much teaching as you can from everyone. I didn't have that. I, you know, back then the internet, I mean, yeah, the internet was what it was, but I didn't use it for what it is today. So I didn't really, I didn't have, I did, all I had was the church on Sunday and I had the uh, Wednesday night Bible study. Um, but I wouldn't go all the time because without traffic in LA, it was an hour away from my house. So it was, and I had, my kids were young and not every week I could go. So I really was just like in this spy, this is spinning out of control all the time. And so that's, I'm just telling you, I, I, you know, I can't even, I can't even tell you how awesome it is now to live a life that is not driven by fear. Literally, a life that is not driven by fear. Now, do I have to remind myself, oh no, Julian, you don't have to be, you don't have to be in fear of that. Yeah, there are times I push forward and I step out. I step out of comfort zones all the time. I mean, I was kind of that person anyway, but I really, really step out out of comfort zones because I have an understanding of my dominion on this earth that God gave me. The first scripture is Genesis 1:26 that he tells me that I have dominion over this earth, right? 
go to it. Y'all know this is my this is my my foundational scripture for my life. One twenty six, and God made the beast of the. Um, sorry, that was one twenty five. Uh, then God said, "Let us make man in our image, according to our likeness. Let them have dominion." Who's them? It's you and I. It's man. That's us. We are made in His image and according to His likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over the cattle, over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. And I always go back to over all the earth. That's big. So start start daydreaming. What does that mean, over all the earth? You know, uh, fear was like uh, was like my right arm. It was part of my. It was part of my. My, my body was part of my life. I allowed it to attach itself. It's like if I cut off my arm and I now attach it to my body, I allowed fear to be attached in my heart. So if you would have seen my heart, like as the organ, you would have seen this thing around it that was called fear, that squeezed my heart when it went just when it wanted to. It would squeeze my heart when I would try to step out. It would squeeze my heart and try to stop me from doing the things that God has called me to do. That is the, my gosh, that is so important for you to hear. That was the problem. You know, when, when your heart is being squeezed like that daily and for years, how does your body not get broken down? You're every, like the Bible says that all that life, right? It goes through the heart. Guard your heart with all diligence because out of your heart flows the issues of life. Guard that heart so that you don't let that, whatever it would be. I don't even know. I can't even give it a call. This film of, of fear that was surrounding it, that was squeezing it every day, doesn't have a chance. You know, this we can we can look at human experience, we can look at at you know other at people that are close to us in our life, we can look on the news, we can look um at our own family and say, oh, I'm never gonna do that, you know, because that didn't work out so well for them. And they, you know, they tried to do this or that and that didn't work. But here's the deal. It, it may not work for them, but you're not them. You are not them. You are not them. <laughs> That's all I can say is you are different. You're unique. You are perfect in the sight of the Lord. You're not them. You don't know where they're at in their head. You don't know what they believe. You know, in the next coming weeks, I'm going to teach about um, about New Age because there are so many Christians that are confusing New Age with New Testament. And it's got to stop because that is what the enemy tries. Imagine this. The enemy tries in every way to confuse everyone so that you will not know the difference. If this is a New Testament uh, promise, or a new age promise or a new age, let's say technique. You, they don't mix 
you cannot mix new age with testament with new testament with the word of god it it's not true it's a lie so don't be deceived that will be for another week um but fear is such a problem fear can make people not only you know have heart conditions but fear can bring on all sorts of conditions. It brings on autoimmune conditions. I'd say 99.9%. Yes, there are little kids, you know, that I, I've heard many times little kids have autoimmune diseases and they, you know, they haven't had a minute to be out in the world yet. So you would say, well, how did fear get in there? But I believe, now this is just me, I believe out of fear, the parents, you know, um, could have been taking pharmaceutical drugs to help the anxiety and all the fear, and it might have affected the the blood and the the uh, in the in the um, the fabric of the baby. I don't know, but it just doesn't. You know, God made us perfect. We were we were in 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 the in the conception. We were made perfect. Things happen. I'm not saying they don't, but God did not make babies and humans that are flawed. He, why would he do that? It would make no sense. Just don't make them. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like makes no sense that God would bring in, in children and babies um, that, that he made sick from the beginning. It, that's a whole other thing. That's, that's just, that's crazy that anybody would think that God did that. I'm not saying that those things don't happen. I know a lot of people who this has happened to, but we're not going to say that God did it so that person could suffer their whole life. Because if that's the truth, then this whole Bible is a lie. God doesn't, listen, Jesus did all the suffering that we need to do. Do you believe that? That suffering was already put on Jesus. How much more do we do we have to suffer? No, that makes no sense. We don't we're not we don't suffer. Jesus suffered. Jesus was made a curse for us. Jesus is the one that suffered. We don't suffer. The only thing that we suffer on this earth if you want to call it a suffering, which I know there's different definitions for suffer is persecution. That is a promise. That's not even a suffering. It's a promise. You will, they persecuted me. They're going to persecute you. That's what Jesus said. You know that. That was, that is a promise. You will be persecuted. All right, big deal. Guess what? There's a provision for that too. You cling to the Lord. You stick your nose in that word and you uh, delight yourself in his word and you just sing his praises and you worship him. And guess what? You will not suffer the result of the persecution because your heart is with Jesus. There is, we can't do things on this earth and not think that people that don't like Jesus are going to let you just do it. They're going to make comments. They're going to say things. It could be a family member. It could be a parent. It could be a child. It could be any, meaning your kid, not a little child, but you know, your, your child, it could be anybody. 
There's no one exempt from that. It could be, it could be your own spouse. There's a lot of um, uh, people that are married to, uh, to spouses that are not Christians. And so when they want to pray, when the Christian in the relationship wants to pray or wants to, you know, uh, read scriptures or whatever, or worship, the other spouse is like, ooh, like, what are, you're weird. Like, what are you doing? That's weird. You're crazy. That's true. <clears throat> Persecution is going to come. But sickness and disease is not coming because God promised you that you would be sick. God is not the author of sickness and disease. It is God's will to heal you. It is God's will for you to be free. It is God's will for you to walk this earth in divine health every single day. Do not say it must not have been his will if somebody died. That is not the will of God. And there is no way that I am going to ever consider that lie that is said many times over in my life. Because having a healing platform like this, we get all kinds of emails. We get all kinds of comments saying, well, you know, it must, be, it must have been God's will for that person to go to heaven early. Heaven needs more angels. All of that is just the most ridiculous thing. You're not going to turn into an angel when you go to heaven. That's something that uh, maybe a youth pastor told you or Sunday school told you. We don't turn into angels. There are angels, but we're not one of them. We are humans on this earth first. We don't go up there and be angels. We don't allow the Sunday school uh, nursery rhymes to, to literally lie to us and tell us something that's not true. You are free. Yes. Proverbs 3, 21. My son... Let not, let them, okay, let them not depart from your eyes. What is that you're talking about? <laughs> well, keep sound wisdom and discretion so they will be life to your soul. We're going to go above that to uh, 19. The Lord by wisdom founded the earth. By understanding, he established the heavens. By his knowledge, the depths were broken up and clouds dropped down the dew. So we've got wisdom, we've got understanding, and we've got, um, yeah, we've got wisdom and understanding. Wisdom and understanding. So my son, let them, wisdom and understanding, not depart from your eyes. Keep sound wisdom keep and discretion so they will be life to your soul and grace to your neck. Then you will walk safely in your ways. And your foot will not stumble. When you lie down, you will not be afraid. Yes, you will lie down and your sleep will be sweet. Do not be afraid of sudden terror, nor of the trouble from the wicked when it comes. For the Lord will be your confidence and will keep your foot from being caught. Now, come on. That's pretty, pretty awesome. Pretty awesome. I want you to 
Meditate on that. That's Proverbs 3, start at 319. And go all the way down to 326. That is awesome. And these are the words that, that we've got to get into our heart. Right? It says, so they will be like, they will be life to your soul and grace to your neck. Then you will walk safely in your way. This is what we have to surround our heart with. We cannot surround our heart with, all, with, with anxiety and fear and torment. You know, the Bible is so clear. It says that fear has torment. It, fear does not do anything else but torment. Fear has torment. It has nothing else but torment. I want you to know <laughs> fear has nothing else but torment. Nothing else but torment. First John 4.18, let's go there. It gives it has no other um, goal but to torment you. Do you even want it to be like anywhere near you? Something that torments you? Man, I don't. First uh, John four eighteen. There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear because fear involves torment. Fear involves torment. Let me say that again. Fear involves torment. And I'm going to look up the word because I did not look it up yet today, but I'm going to look it up for you. Let's just look and see what the word torment means. You know what can torment you? Okay. This is awful. To afflict with great bodily or mental suffering pain. That's awful. Something that causes great bodily or mental pain or suffering. A source of much trouble, worry, or annoyance. The, an instrument of torture. Man, you don't want that, right? Uh Torment is extreme suffering, usually mental suffering. Um, torment is something that causes extreme suffering, usually mental suffering. Anyway, yeah, that's not good. In, in any case, in any definition, torment is horrible. You do not need to suffer. Remember, Jesus did the suffering. He already suffered for us. So, There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear because fear involves torment. We, you know, honestly, how long can your body live and, and how, can, how long can your body um, function with it being tormented every day? There's no way. How long... Can that, can your body function with that torment? 
And I know that you're probably going, Julianne, how does, where does, how does this stop? How do I make it stop? I want to read this really quick because it's Luke 4, 18. This is what Jesus said, okay? It says, when, um, so Jesus came to Nazareth where he had been brought up. And as his custom was, he went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day and stood up to read. And he was handed the book of the prophet Isaiah. When he had opened the book, he found the place where it was written. And this was what was prophesied by Isaiah that Jesus would do someday. The spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, the ones that, this is Julianne's words, the ones that are in depression, the ones that are filled with anxiety, the ones that have gotten anxiety so bad that they have phobias and they won't come out of their house or they won't drive. This is who you, who Jesus has set free. Recovery of sight to the blind, to set at liberty those who are oppressed. Oppressed by what? Oppressed by the devil. You've been, if you have been oppressed by the devil, it is time for you to claim that your liberty that Jesus came to give you. Not that he's going to give you, that he gave you. To proclaim liberty to the captives, to set at liberty those who are oppressed. Those who are oppressed. It is time for you to not be in bondage anymore, tied up like this to fear. It's over. It's done. It is no more. It needs to go. And you've got to say, I can cast out fear right now, but you can't let it in when it goes like this. Hey, Rachel. Hey, Sonia. Hey, Jennifer. Oh, Julianne. Debbie. Right? Knock, knock. You cannot open up the door and say, yes, come on in, fear. I was already starting to feel a little low in my confidence today. Come on in and trample over me and beat me up spiritually, emotionally, mentally, all of it. So we ca I cast out fear right now, the spirit of fear, to leave everybody in the, that is watching this now and later, in the name of Jesus. Now, go. And your job now is to not allow that thing, that disgusting thing to speak to you and tell you anything different besides, I'm afraid of you, right? Let that fear, let that spirit of fear be afraid of you so he stays far away from you. You are not a victim of fear. All of these phobias, all this paralyzation, all this torment, leave now in the name of Jesus. Leave now. Lord, I thank you that you will protect their hearts all day long from anything that they might say negative about themselves, from anything that they anybody else might say in a negative way about them. I thank you, Father, for that protection over their hearts right now, that if their hearts have been uh, failing because of 
the, the, the disease, the torment of fear and what it has done inside their bodies. I right now in Jesus name, I claim healing over every single heart on this broadcast and for years to come that you are free now, that Jesus has set you free right now, free from all of it, free from fear, free from anxiety, free from uh, torment, free, free, free from the bondage of anything that the enemy tried to deal to you. No more in the name of Jesus, no more. You are free. I want you all to say it right now. Raise your arms up right now, just like this and say, I'm free. Yell it. I don't care if you're at your office. Who cares? When you're free, you want to celebrate freedom. You want to go on the rooftops and tell people, hey, I am free. Jesus, Jesus set me free. I am free. So do it now. I'm free. I'm free. I'm free now in Jesus name. I'm free. Praise God. I love you all. I pray right now for all of you now to have the most amazing day, one unlike any other, that today is your day of freedom and you will walk in it strongly with confidence, lacking nothing in the name of Jesus. So I thank you guys. I love you and I will see you next time on Healing Journeys today. We hope you got some great nuggets of wisdom out of that teaching. Thank you for listening to the Healing Journeys Today podcast. And don't forget, you can find us live on Facebook and YouTube seven days a week. If you would like to donate, please go to www.healingjourneystoday.com. Isaiah 53.5 says, And by His stripes, we are healed. God bless you.